This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, you can't understand me because I bit off more than I can chew. Plus, Biz would like time to stop, Teresa is in too deep, and we talk to returning guest Teresa Edmonds about her new self-care venture, Haven Tree. I know that for many, it's only been a week. But for Teresa and I, it's been like three weeks since we have laid eyes upon each other. Possibly more. Yeah. Yeah. More, possibly. We like were just really like in a booth together, not really connecting. But yeah. we're back, and we're, we're back. connected. And yeah. so everybody buckle up. Yeah. Going to be a long show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm barely going to edit this week. <laughs> I have a feeling we have a lot to talk about. Uh, but the first thing we want to talk about is a very exciting announcement. Do-do-do-do. We... <laughs> We have another live show. Yeah. In Brooklyn, guys. Here's the official thing. We are going to be October 14th at 7 p.m. live at the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York. Tickets go on sale tomorrow, July 7th. So get them and more information at thebellhouseny.com tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Go there. Go there. Quickly. Run. Get your tickets. Just fucking take your phone, throw it on the ground, shove your children out of the way. You definitely don't want to use your phone to get it. You can't use your phone. Get to a computer. You can use your phone, guys. Right. You could also use your phone. Either way, you're shoving people, fucking throwing your target bags out of their carts. (laughs) Freak the fuck out. I want to like Beatlemania style. We're coming to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, do not forget, we are going to be in Los Angeles August 26th for a 1 p.m. show because, you know, L.A. and parenting. Who the fuck wants to go out at 8 p.m. in Los Angeles when you have kids? Not us. Nope. You can find tickets at bootlegtheater.org. Live These shows. are going to be really fun. No, so, these are going to be fun. Yeah, and we do like live Genius and Fails, yeah. guys, so you can come. You We're going to have guests. You can share those moments like right a big there. bonding thing. Yeah. People embracing each other. Mm-hmm. So many swears live and in person. Just everything. Stickers. Come <laughs> after the show and talk to us, yeah. which we love. That's We're gonna like hang our out. favorite thing. We'll be signing some books and stuff. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yes. Yay. Get your tickets. Yes, get your tickets. Get them. Teresa. Yes. How are you? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Do you still have a lot of kids? I have a lot of kids. <laughs> it, feels, it feels like I have more kids since the last yeah. time we talked. Yeah. I don't even know. I just feel like I have a lot of kids. <laughs> I think so part of this is like, and we'll get into this today in our discussion, but mm. like part of this is like, I think when we're in our like scheduled routine at home mm-hmm. with like the things I have in place right. to help me. Yes. Like things feel like pretty good, like manageable, <laughs> like kind of crazy, but like pretty sure. manageable. But like recently we've been doing some traveling oh. and that is like, the worst. it's like, I-, I can't even believe what's happening. Like yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. Like I've, it's so crazy. Like we, uh, we went to, we took the kids to Max FunCon earlier oh. this month yeah. and uh, my brother and his wonderful girlfriend yes. um, came along to help us again this year. And it was so funny because by the end of the weekend, 
they were like we're done they were so exhausted (laughs) like they came home and like my sister called me she's like they're so tired you don't even know and like I was working my butt off all weekend too like we were all no one was not tired no and it was like a one to one you know Jesse's working the whole time Max went come but like it was like a one to one ratio you know and we're still melting like we're all three of us we're just like whoa like what hit us you know and uh, it was actually pretty validating to hear that they were that tired. I'm not going to lie. It's always validating to know that your life is a total shit show it really, by those around Yeah, just it like is. making sure this isn't just me. No. This is actually like objectively yes. really hard. Oh, yes. Yeah. That is a fact. Yeah. Yes. So that's, I mean, th- we'll get into it more. Yeah, let's but this let's is... spend so much of the show talking about it. Okay. I think it's really valid and a thing. Thank you. Uh, How are well, you? Uh, oh, I missed you. I missed you. I am good. We have Returned from the state of Alabama. Wow. Roll Tad. Uh, and yeah, it was good. We had a nice time. Uh, it was, you know, that same sort of thing. I'm sure I will have something to add about being somewhere else yeah. with children and yeah. so many schedules changing because, yeah. like, Stefan wasn't there for the first part of the trip. And then Katie Bell went to a sleepaway camp for the first time ever for a whole week. Uh-huh. And, like, so it was just me and Ellis and my parents. And then it was. Me and my parents, Ellis and Katie Bell, then yeah. Steph and me. And Steph. It was just like, yeah. it was like adding at, every day. It was like a new person added to yeah. like the thing. Yeah. Uh, but what I want to say is that there was something about this trip where Katie Bell felt a million years older. Mm. She started being sullen in cars. You know? <laughs> she started like not wanting to go fucking anywhere Ooh. like to the store to target was this so, like, pre no this all or ca- yeah pre camp and pre-camp then after. in addition to camp oh, so okay. like there so was not something of- that happened to her there no it's, no this is just going on matured her uh-huh. okay yeah uh so you know independence yeah honor, like it was like very overwhelming knowing that i was about to send her off to this like very yeah. independent experience yeah. that was going to shape her life yes in many ways, yes. as it shaped mine and my father before me. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but like before that was all the sullenness and like, like tood, the tood was starting to turn up, uh-huh. the attitude. And I just like was so torn between being pissed at the yeah. attitude and the get up, you will sit up in this car and not be yeah. sullen, right? Like, yeah. you will have a good time uh, <laughs> going to fucking the grocery store. <laughs> and uh, torn between that and then also recognizing sort of what was happening mm-hmm. and being like, okay, well, you know, it's your right to be fucking sullen and slouch in a car and be kind of rude to people and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there was the, you know, oh, no, we're going. We're going. Yeah. We're growing. We're uh, going. Yeah. We're going there. Mm. And I'm ready, but I'm also not ready for my child to be getting older. And yeah. like definitely not my yeah. baby. Anymore. You can't stop it. I can't. Yeah. It's a weird feeling. I, I, yeah. I have no it. control yeah. over this. Yeah. And I mean, the good news is, is that like all the pregame work sometimes comes out mm-hmm. and she's like reasonable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's also stuff where she's not, but that seems reasonable as well. Mm-hmm. And she's like right now, this weekend, she's off with Stefan's parents doing like a very, very, very early birthday thing. Oh, nice. Uh, trip. And like one of the things she got, she calls and she's like, can I buy this lip gloss? And I was like, well, you're about to be eight. So, yes. You can get, I mean, what the fuck? Rule. Again, I know, like, set rules. But, you know, because I'm, I'm caught off guard. I'm like, yeah. 
Yes, because yeah. you're about to be eight, yeah. you can have yes, a I've, glass. Yes, I've thought this through this in advance. This is a rite there of passage, are, yes. child. It was, so she, like, you know, stops by the house, and she's, like, putting it on. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was just like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I am not ready. Mm-hmm. I am not ready. But also, I'm a little ready. Yeah. So, it's also cute. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I just, it's a lot of like deep internal uh, sorrow for my baby turning into a adult. I'm just cramming, yeah. down, cramming it down with everything else. Sure. I like to just file that away Gotta and gonna come out in the Disney that... movie theater yeah. later where I'll start bawling hysterically. There we go. So, uh, speaking of cramming things down, mm-hmm. which is a natural tie into almost everything we talk about here, but speaking of cramming things down, sometimes maybe we've just taken on so much mm-hmm. it it it's almost too much yes let's talk a little bit about biting off more than we can chew please take a moment to remember if you're friends of the hosts of one bad mother you should assume that when we talk about other moms we're talking about you if you are married to the host of one bad mother we definitely are talking about you nothing we say constitutes professional parenting Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Biting off more than we can chew. Mm-hmm. Being in too deep. I also was thinking of burning the candle at both ends, but I don't think that's it. I think yeah. that is something different. Yeah. I think it is literally in too deep, the drowning sensation, or I have shoved too much food in my mouth. And don't know I what may, to do with it. I don't it. know what to do yeah. with it. Do I spit Not it out? Not supposed to spit it out. Am I supposed Can't to wash it down with water? Yeah. <laughs> don't talk. What am I supposed to do? Is it good food? Is it bad? It's kind of lost its taste. There's too much to even, like, be palatable. Uh, so let's talk about this. Uh, and let's start with let's start with sort of what's been going on with you. Great. Yeah. So tell me. And then I'll, I'll maybe, well, maybe we'll get deep with it. Great. Great. Um, <laughs> so this past week, so I literally did this. I bit off more than I could chew this okay. past week. So, I mean, you could argue that by having a third child, I bit off more than I could chew. <laughs> just in general. But I'm not going to go there Teresa, yet. So, yeah. <laughs> this is your fault. You did this to yourself by having another baby. Uh, anyway, go ahead. That was a tiny typewriter. It was you the were tiniest, bitterest typewriter. It's so small. It's actually a large phone turned on its oh. side. I was thinking maybe it was one of those little court reporter things oh, that they type on. Steno, a steno typewriter. Steno, steno, dot, dot. Teresa, you shouldn't have any more children. No one writes us those letters, by the way, guys. No, it's just the letters we write ourselves in our head. Yeah. So, so I I bit off more than I could chew. So this is what I did. There's this day camp in Northern California that I just really wanted to send Grace to. Like, really, really wanted to send her there. And I also really wanted to see my family. I haven't mm-hmm. been home to the Bay Area, like, outside of our show, which I was busy working Not the whole time. It was, like, 24 hours. Yeah. Um, I just haven't been home in, like, a really long time. And, like, a lot of people hadn't met Curtis yet. Right. And um, I just, it felt like a really great excuse to, like, go up there, yes. spend a week up there. Grace could go to this day camp. I could get, you know, Oscar have a week off school and we just visit family. Yeah. Great. And that friends. sounds reasonable. Sounds great, right? Yes. So Jesse has to work, but I'm thinking that's fine because my, my parents are up there and my yeah. family's up there. But over the months leading up to this <laughs> taking place, my parents sold their house. Oh. And they're in the process of looking for a new house and they're staying with my aunt. And they're staying, like, in a room in my aunt's house. Okay. So that's great for sure. them. That's their but life and choices. That's great. 
Yes. Yeah. And my mom's like, don't worry. We'll figure it out. We'll help you. Don't worry. <laughs> And I was, like, trying to figure out, like, should I try to get an Airbnb? Right. It's, like, really expensive if you do, like, yeah. a whole week. And, like, I still was, like, am I going to take care of all three kids for a week in an Airbnb? Yeah. Like, that doesn't sound. So I'm, like, trying to figure this out. And then my other aunt, my mom has a lot, a lot of sisters. Of okay? Yeah. I have a lot of aunts. They all live in the same area. So my other <laughs> aunt was, like, you guys should totally come stay with us. We would love to have you. Which was so nice. Yeah. Um, it's not like she has, like, a huge house with, like, guest bedrooms. Right. We slept in her seven-year-old bed yeah all of us me and my kids <laughs> okay so just to paint a picture mm, yeah. yeah what else do it's i want to bite of yeah it's delicious it's delicious okay. actually it was amazing to see my aunt my well cousin. yes but but <laughs> that aside that is a totally separate yeah. thing so and so we get there and i'm thinking to myself and like and grace's camp is like on the other side of the bay. Okay. From where we're staying. So and okay. she has to be, be there, be there the at morning. nine. And then she's done at three. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, so we're, and you're putting my, my brain is already picture, putting together okay? the commuting. Yes. Reminder, what are you doing during those reminder, two times just with reminder, the baby? My five my five and a half year old is Grace. I also have a three, three and a half year, year old yeah. and a four month old baby. Yes. Okay? So yes. this is what we're dealing with. Oh okay? okay. So I get we get there we're getting situated it's all like whatever great to be there and stuff <laughs> and I I start having like like heart palpitations yeah, cuz it's a lot cuz I'm looking towards this week yeah. and I'm thinking what the fuck was I thinking like how right. how am I going to do this and I and I expressed that gently to my mother uh-huh and she said don't worry we're going to help you your dad and I are going to help you okay. and you guys my mom and dad shared taking turns with me of Doing the camp, doing yeah. the drives to wow. camp, and they were over at my aunt's house with me every wow. morning and night. One or the other of them were over there every wow. morning before camp and every night getting kids ready for bed, helping me. Wow. Okay? They were amazing. amazing. They they saved me. Yeah. I mean, they were amazing. Oh, yeah. And it was nice, you know? Sure. However, the fact that I really needed them. Yeah. To do that with me. Like, I, I don't know how it would have gone without them. And right. the fact that even having them there, I was... Still. I, I I kept thinking, like, the phrase that was going through my head was, I wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, angry. I wasn't upset. I wasn't, um, I wasn't even, like, teary, overwhelmed or anything yeah. like that. I was just working my fucking yeah. ass off. I was working my yeah. fucking ass off. All the time. Because when you're not... I just have to interrupt this real quick. Yeah. Because when you, cause I was experiencing this. This is like my Alabama yeah. trip every year. You have all this help. Everything's still there. But you're still responsible for filling and planning and like figuring yeah. out like there's especially that middle part of the day yeah. where they're still like, well, one kid's got to be someplace. Yeah. But now what am I doing with these? Oh, and well, like, I had and then lots of food. time to fill because I had yeah, all these people so to much. see. So yeah. it was like packing the snacks. Yes. And who <laughs> needs what? And who Put has the, the sweatshirt? And have everybody potty. Who needs, yeah, have you done this? All of that stuff. Right. Just yes. day after day. Yes. And what day do I have day. with me? And where, you know, yes. and I'm staying with somebody else. So like what stuff do we right. have? And where is this, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's a lot. And we need to pick something up. We need, yes, you know, always we ran out have of, to pick something yeah. up. Yeah. Bananas. Bananas. Literally it's bananas. work. Yeah. And then my mom was great and drove back to L.A. with me. <laughs> so, because I couldn't have done that drive with no, three kids. No. And, like, the weird thing is, so, like, my, my parents, I have a great relationship with them. And I'm yeah. very, very lucky. And my kids love them. And they, they really, they really, um, 
they they're very helpful to yes. me. They are very helpful to me. But I have to say, like that experience made me feel like kind of guilty, I guess, um. because I feel like it's that feeling of like, um, you know, we always talk about like, we need help. We can't do this alone. Right. But it was the first time, I think, as a parent where I really felt I somebody help me, please. Yeah. Like I'm drowning. It's like somebody much. somebody help me. And like it's always been that if they weren't there, I know I would figure it out. But, but it in this case, could have broken I, you. I don't know what we would have done. You know what I mean? Well, like, so it, if I'm if I hearing you right, it's yes, you get to the, we need the help. But sometimes I feel like the help that we ask for that we get yeah. is like one level. Yeah. And you're like, that's reasonable. Yeah. That's a reasonable amount exactly. of help. I have to go yeah. to work. I, somebody's watching the kids. Yeah. But then this sounds like a trip they where were, it was such yeah. a next level amount yes. of help that you're like, I'm actually imposing. They were like a, co-parenting. Yeah, they me. were like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where then that guilt of what's yeah. happening. Because then I, I, you know me, yeah. I would have analyzed that as they don't really want to do this. I've yeah. asked too much. Yeah. When what's gonna happen when they're gone? Right, I'm gonna be yeah. broken, yeah, and shattered, yeah. Right, like how am I supposed yeah. to ever do anything ever if yeah. I don't have this level of help yeah. all the time? Right, that's a whole great narrative. Yeah, on my tiny steno, <laughs> type out. Um, wow. Yeah. No, I. You know. Okay. So here are my questions that mm-hmm. I wanted to ask because I've been going through this as well, okay. where it's very much like. For me, I think it's there was a lot of travel, and whenever you like disrupt your schedule or yes. go somewhere, yeah, or just have school end, yes, <laughs> what a, holidays, whatever, yeah, uh, you really wind up it it throws everything off balance, yeah. and it, so there's that sort of overwhelming. I'm drowning. I don't know. I can't. I for me, it's always I haven't planned enough. So when the void comes and I don't have anything for us to do. And I don't mean like I'm filling their lives with magical. I mean like what the fuck is happening? We've got mm. six hours in the house. Yeah, got and it. We gotta be yeah. somewhere. Yeah, got right? it. Right? I gotta do yeah. something. Um, how does that like that's one level? But then for me, I'm also wrestling with just trying to balance like kids and work, right? Like just generally the like the the work of the show, yeah. the work of uh, doing stuff like the self-care stuff that we talk so much about and like the kids. And there are these moments where I'm like, it feels like I'm drowning. And for me, I freeze and I can't just do anything. Right? I just like, right. I'm not going to even look at emails. Yeah. I'm not even going to answer this. I'm yeah. not even going to do this thing. Right. Yeah. Like, and then you sit there and you think, well, how did it get, how do we get to this place where it's overwhelmed, where we've bitten off more than we can chew? Yeah. And so my question that I've been wrestling with is, is it that we can't recognize when that's about to happen? Like, for mm-hmm. your trip, I hear, like, I booked it months ahead. Yeah. Right? That's where it always gets me. You book yeah. this thing when you're in a good place yeah. or it feels rational and reasonable. And then you can't control all the circumstances right. that happen between then yep. and that. Yep. So then you're left with the question of, do I go through with this or do I just cancel it? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I And that's a viable response, too. Yeah. I'm not going to do this. Right. It's too much. But that's also so sad. Well, right. You know? so, like, like, so, th- so there's yeah. this level of expectation. So this is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, is yeah. There's one, there's the level of expectation of I can't pull it. Right. I have to do it. Right. We've made this commitment and I yeah. bet it will be fun. So there's yeah. that. But like, why can't we seem to recognize when we've bitten off mm-hmm. more than we can chew? And one question that was wrestling around with me is, is it because parenting has always been considered not work 
right? Like there's mm-hmm. like there's a yeah. in our culture, yeah. uh, at least in America, you know, uh, there's definitely a culture of well, what do you do all day? You right. know, like yeah. parenting isn't work. Yeah. So then we pile on yeah. all this other stuff because this certainly isn't work. Right. What we're doing yeah. certainly isn't yeah. the emotional, physical, uh, you know, uh, dominating sort of, of work. Right. Like, w- yeah, we don't do that. Yeah. So then we go and we add all this other stuff because, I mean, it's, just, it's not one more thing, is it? Is it a more thing? It's not one more thing, is yeah. it? It's not really yeah. because you're not adding one more thing to something that's not viable work. Right. And then you, for me, I start to feel like, well, why can't I just handle that one more thing? Why yeah. can't I handle just sitting down and responding to these emails? Why right. does it suddenly feel like a boulder I have to move, right? right? Why does making the dinner suddenly feel like a boulder? Why does us going to see a movie or going on this vacation or uh, picking up these extra hours of work or taking this class, they feel like these giant boulders Mm. that are pinning me down. And it's too much. And I don't know how we... I, I know what you mean. You know what I do? You yes, see where I'm because, going with this? So, yes. like, what is the answer? Because to that? there <laughs> is no, because there is this, um, this feeling like, well, I'm just going on a trip with my kids, right? And my kids going to camp. Like, I should be able to do this. To do this, right? Like, the it's just this, um, yeah. There's this feeling of. Like, we have all these amenities. You're like, already a fucking parent. Yeah. You're not going to change that. So right. all this other stuff is. Yeah. Should be. And people go on pl- go places with their kids. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so the right. flip side of this yeah. is like, I have a great example of a flip side of this. We um, invited some friends to go away with us later this month. Yeah. And they have a four-year-old and a nine-month-old. And we're all excited. We're going to go away. Yep. Families together. Blah, blah, blah. We heard from them a couple days ago. And they're like, check it out, you guys. We... We tried going away for the weekend with our kids and like we all had a horrible time. Yeah. And like it was it was just really, really rough. And yeah. we're just we just don't want to do it again for another year or two till yeah. the kids are older. So we're really sad, but we just They pulled it's just, it. They pulled it. And they did the pull. They did it. And like I I was like they and they felt so bad right. blah, blah, and I was like, dude, do you do you know how much I understand? Yeah. Like you don't even need, you honestly do not, yeah. you just give me a look and I will know yeah. everything that right. you're trying to tell me right yeah. now. Like I completely get it. But there's also that voice in my head that's like, come on. It's just a trip. It's just kids. Yeah, They're it's just fine. kids. They've yeah. got the tablet computers. <laughs> you we know? can give them some toy guns to play diapers. with. It's fine. The baby's still nursing. He right. doesn't need any I special food. Just put it's him the in the same car. Story just you go. Tell yourself. Yeah. Right. It's. I mean, how many times do we get that call of the like, I don't want to go to this thing, yeah. this event, this yeah. whatever, but I feel like I have to because yeah. of X, Y, and Z. Right. Even though I know it's going to be miserable. Yeah. And you wonder like, if we're not getting better at spitting the shit out of our mouth that we've bit off, right? Uh-huh. Or saying no. Is this why we're having such a struggle all the time? Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Know. Like, yeah. is it that we keep walking into the rake? And letting right. it hit us in the face. We still got to yeah. wreck the yard. Yeah. You know, like, is that, because I fall into the trap every single time. Yeah. It's just to this. Yeah. It's just to that. Yeah. It, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Or I have to do it because it's work. Yeah. Or it's, you can't, uh, people, I always hear, like, my mom's always like, you've, you've got too much. You're right. doing too much. Doing and then I'll much, look yeah. and be like, I don't think I'm doing anything right. compared to what I was doing before I had kids. Oh, interesting. Right? Like, That's I feel like I'm 
barely biting off more than I can chew. And then you wake up and you're like, I can't look at technology. I can't yeah. figure out what I'm supposed to do with the kids. When am I going to the store? You know yeah. what I mean? Like and it's all foggy. It's all foggy. Yeah. It feels too much. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. I don't know where we're going with this per se. I mean, I think that it is really interesting because like I I will say looking back on yeah. that week that we spent in the Bay Area, like I don't regret it. No. Like we actually did have a lot of fun. Right. Like and Grace had an amazing time at that camp. Yeah. And like it was really good to like spend some time with family that I don't see that much. Right. And you know, we did okay. Like we did it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like there was never like a breaking point or anything right. like that. So but what, I think what, what it shows you is that no matter what your choice is, yeah. there's something there. There's still the risk of yes. it having been too much. Well, and or, I think that I'm sorry to jump in. No, it's okay. I just I think that and what I'm feeling right now is that no matter what I do, I'm working. Right. No matter what. Right. No matter what, no you matter do. where well, I go or what I do or stay home or leave, I'm working here. I'm working there. I'm working, working, working. working it's working, all working. work. Like you know, how do we just how, how work at a level that isn't? Do you just is it yeah. just getting better at saying like no to stuff? Because I think the trick and the trap of realizing you're in too deep is you never know it until you've stepped until off. You're there. Yeah. So we just took a very small little break there uh, because Teresa has Curtis with her today who had been asleep out there and woke up and uh, her sitter couldn't come today. And it just, it was while I was sitting here waiting for uh, Teresa and Curtis to join us back in the booth. I was sitting there thinking about this like whole topic of biting off more than you can chew. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's also not the big trips. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's the, I mean, there's always that thing of... It's never predictable. Yeah. And I wonder if we only feel it when schedules and the predictability changes, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you're like, I know how today's supposed to go mm -hmm. and it's been going really smooth for mm -hmm. the week. And then the moment we lose that stability, mm -hmm. whatever it is, it does suddenly feel, it's not like it feels a little out of control. It always feels a lot out of control, right? It feels yeah. like, you know, I was just you know, eating this popcorn and it was great. And now I'm choking, right? right. Like, and I, I think with that, I was thinking of the guilt that I associate with the more than I can chew feeling of, mm -hmm. well, why can't I handle it? Why can't, why is this making me feel like it's more than I can chew? Why does it feel like everybody else is doing it? Uh, and it's just, you know, I think it's, I don't think there's a lot of answer to, I think this is just literally us having a discussion of that feeling, that sensation of biting off more than you can chew, of, of drowning in it. And I just think it's a thing that we needed to point out. Yeah, right? like, definitely. And I think as you were saying that, it made me think like, why do I keep doing it yeah. over and over? And like, I think there is some part of me that like, so... Like, let's let's make the assumption together, because we've seen this happen a lot of times, that, like, when you're not in it with mm -hmm. the kids, sometimes it seems like it could be easy. Right. Like, it's just like how right now, if I imagine a mom at home with a baby. Right. Like, I'm like, that sounds 
so easy right now. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I, when I and saw, I know when I saw you not. and that baby, yeah, that very first time I saw yeah. you and Curtis, like, I remember going so home easy. being like, "Oh, baby, yeah, so easy, yeah." So and when you're not. not, so when you're not in it, sometimes yeah. it does feel easy, and that's part of this like concept in our society that being a parent isn't work, right. taking care of a baby isn't work, right? And um, and so and even we parents are guilty of yeah. this. Like yeah. we are guilty of. Looking at what other people are doing and imagining that that seems actually pretty good. No problem. And well, um, I think as well as seeing ourselves as not work. Well, I that's think the we thing. And so I, ourselves, it's not work. Right. And so sometimes I think I do too much. Oh, baby. <laughs> baby boy. Um, sometimes <laughs> I think I do too much almost to prove to the mm. world and myself that it is actually too hard. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, like yeah. because if I'm just keeping things manageable, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It then like it's like I'm feeding that idea that like, yeah, my life's easy, my life's great, and so I kind of sometimes do this kind of stuff, almost like not obviously there were good reasons well, why right. I did these things, but like part of what stopped me from maybe being a little bit more careful or deliberate right. or mindful about the decision I was making um, was that I was like, well, we'll see where this goes. It might be a terrible fail. And there, and that would prove something that, oh. do you know what I mean? I need that everybody I want to see to that prove. this is as yeah. challenging. It's yeah. like having your, you know, the validation of how hard and tired yeah. your brother and his girlfriend yes. felt. There yes. is a little bit, and I'm not sure that's healthy. No. You know what I mean? To be it's not good. It's Do not, you see how it's not necessary? Right. Yeah, like yeah. why, why not the just do the stuff that is manageable right. and just and enjoy that and enjoy that it it is work. Yeah. It's work even when it's fun. Yeah, I know. Like it's I don't that's know. Cool. It's I don't fun. know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. But here's the thing: <laughs> I'm always hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. One Bad Mother is supported in part by NatureBox. NatureBox provides snack options, guys. It's a snack delivery service. And let me tell you what I find myself in the most. It's snack ruts with the kids. NatureBox has over 100 snacks that taste good and are actually good for you. They add new snacks every month. You can go to naturebox.com and choose the snacks you want, and NatureBox will deliver it right to your door. And if you ever try a snack you don't like, don't eat it. NatureBox will replace it for free. Right now, NatureBox is offering One Bad Mother listeners three free snacks with your first order when you go to naturebox.com slash badmother. That's naturebox.com slash badmother for three free snacks with your first order. naturebox.com slash badmother. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's 
fucking genius. I've been using this thing with my kids and it has totally been a game changer. So with complaining and whining. Mm. Um, so Grace is much better at it now. This like took on like this clicked for her really fast. But Oscar, you know, he's three and a half. Everything is whining and complaining oh, yeah. all the time. I mean, it's all day long, yeah. all the time. And so what I've figured out I can say to them, what I've taught them is, do you have a request? Mm. So when they're whining and complaining, I'm, I don't respond to whining or complaining. Right. But do you have a request? Can yeah. You, and then can you make that request in a nice way? Ooh. And it's like, it's basically like it changes everything from like, this cup is too big. Right. To like, um, mommy, can I please have yes. my juice in a smaller cup? I also like, like how specific those yeah. were because I'm always looking for the mantra yeah. sentences I yeah. can put in my it's head. It's a mantra sentence. That's yeah. what it is. Like we all know that that's what we want, but right. it's that thing that I I had to teach them. I had to teach them what a request was, right. but once they knew what that was, it yeah. totally works. It's so great. Oh, Do you have a request? That's all I have to say. Yeah. Do you have a request? I don't have to get into a whole thing with them about it. Nice. Just. Good job. Yeah, That's thank you. great. Thank you. That seems calming. It is. A little. In the middle of that like, nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, good job. Thanks. Uh, this is one of those, I mean, we've spent the last, I feel like, two months talking about self-care. Uh, I uh, found some books I liked reading. Ooh, I haven't cool. read in such a long time, oh, guys. Oh, it's so good when you and, get into something yeah, good. Yeah, and I just was oh. like, I would like to be reading uh, in yes. the evenings again. And, you know, it's not great literature or anything, but stuff I really like yeah. and it's fun. And I've just been sort of devouring them again. Cool. And it felt very good. Like, I felt like it sort of centered me some. Nice. I know. Good very job. Little, little things, yes. guys. That's, little things can be big. That's right. Yes. The building blocks. <laughs> Of self-care life. <laughs> Hi, One Bad Mother. I am calling with a genius moment. So I have to get a mammogram every year because my mom had breast cancer when she was really young. And I dread it and I procrastinate it because really, who likes to get their boobs smushed into the shape of a pancake? So I had mine scheduled for today. And this past weekend, I looked at my schedule and I thought, you know what? I'm going to take that whole day off of work. So I did. And I went for a run. And I sat at a coffee shop and just drank coffee and just sat there. And I did things like went to the bank and got dog food and all the things that just needed to take be taken care of. I vacuumed the house. And now I'm sitting here and I'm drinking a beer before my husband gets home with the kid. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to do this every year. And I feel like a genius because I can do that. I can take care of myself. And then I'm going to look forward to that mammogram. So go get your mammograms, ladies. And thanks. Y'all are doing a great job. Uh, yeah. This is this is so, so good. good. It's, it's so good. It's so good. It's amazing. It really is. You know you have to do this every year. I mean, I'm like, what else can I do like that? Right. Like, what's There's got to be other, yeah, what's your mammogram? That I yeah. know I need to take the day yeah. off and like make, turn it into something that is uh, good to do yes. that day. Yes. I feel like we do that sometimes with our kids. You know, like if I know it's like a bunch right. of shots, we're like, it's yeah. going to be a thing. Or if it's something they don't want to do, yeah. we make it. Be, we don't do that for ourselves. No. And this was... This is not overdoing. It's one day. Yeah. I just think it's so genius. So genius. It's really good. Yeah. Good job. Failures. Fail. 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 You suck. Fail me, Teresa. 
<laughs> All right. So um, Oscar, my three and a half year old, he likes to pee standing up. When we go out to public restrooms, sometimes the toilets are a little too high for him to actually reach to pee into yeah. standing up. Like it's just like so high up that he can't like can't quite do it. Yeah, but right. he really prefers it. He really gets kind of like grumpy if I make him sit down. To oh pee. sure. And so we were at the we were on a field trip um, at the children's museum uh, for him a couple weeks ago, and I like had him with me in the bathroom, and he he needed to pee, and he was like, I was like, you know what, Oscar, you know, you should sit down. He's like, no, I really want to stand up, and I just said, well, okay, why don't I lift you up? And I just thought he could stand R- with, his your, hand, yeah. with his stand on on the toilet seat, oh, and pee into the toilet because he has pretty good aim, good and theory. he could just stand on the toilet. You know what I mean? Sure. Stand with two, each it. foot on the toilet seat and pee into the toilet. And <laughs> so, and I just picture me, okay, because I had the baby in the ergo because the baby was with me. <laughs> so I have the baby in the ergo, and I and I'm lifting Oscar up to set him down right. on the toilet seat, and he won't put his feet, feet down, down on the toilet seat and I'm going put your feet down put your feet down put your feet down I'm starting to lose the ability yeah. to keep holding him up right. like that and he's got his pants down and he just starts peeing everywhere because he thought he misunderstood sure. so he thought I was just going to hold him up right. so that he could pee, pee into the toilet but I'm holding him like way, way up because I'm trying to and he just first of all everywhere. it was hilarious I mean yeah. nobody could it was just ridiculous. And he just peed everywhere, like all over. And, you know, once it starts, you can't really stop right. it. And so then you're just there sure. peeing everywhere. So that was, that was wow. a pretty good fail. That was a pretty good fail. Yeah, thanks. All right. Okay. What you got? So uh, Stefan had been out of town the week leading up to me taking the kids to Alabama. So mm-hmm. I was getting all the packing ready. I was going to be traveling with the kids. To Alabama mm-hmm. by myself, no help. Okay, uh, how big was that bite? That was big, big, <laughs> big bite. bite. I was like, just fucking Some, slowly Stephen, trying to swallow Stephen it the whole that bite trip. Into your mouth, it didn't he? Bite. That wasn't you, you taking like that bite. <laughs> um, so, uh, so Stefan's car is there because he's you know taking yeah. a car service to the flight, and then my car, and then we've got a house sitter who's going to be coming in, and I'm going to uh, leave. They've, we've, I think I've already given the key mm-hmm. to the house sitter, so mm-hmm. they've got their key. So four o'clock in the morning, the car, our car driver comes to pick us up because mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, if you're going out of town, you get me a fucking car." Yeah, uh, and we get all the kids into the car, all the luggage into the car. Everybody's in the car. I lock the door and. Off we go to Alabama. Hooray. Stefan comes back from London to Pasadena first. He's mm-hmm. going to be at home for like a week, mm-hmm. right? He gets home and he's going to be going. He gets home on Saturday and Sunday. He's going to go drive down to his parents' house in Orange County to go visit them mm-hmm. and have a little time. And then he'll go to work Monday, Tuesday, you know, the whole mm-hmm. thing. I get this text on Saturday. He's been home for a couple hours and he says, where are the keys to your car? Because my car is still in the driveway. Mm. And he's got his keys to his car to get in that house. And I say, well, they're with me. Yep. Where they shouldn't be. Right. Because how is he going to get get his his car car out? And it's not like he can drive my car, car, any car. He He can't do anything. Right. He can't do anything. Right. And I was so mad. Yeah. And I was like... You, know, my, you did so much. I did so much. Yeah. My initial response was like, Everything was I can't so believe organized. I didn't think of this. Yeah. And I, I know why I didn't think of it because yeah. I did everything else perfectly. Yeah, you did everything. Perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, so I had to like 
mail him the keys, like overnight, mail him the keys. Because there's no like, spare key. Right. He had to go like rent a car to go see his parents and like then go to work a couple of days. And as soon as I put my keys in that envelope, I was like, dear Lord, yeah. please let these keys get there because these are all right. the keys we have. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, And it just, but it was like such an epic right. fail. Yeah. It was such an epic fail, guys. Yeah. Hi, Biz and Teresa. I wanted to call and share an absolute fail. Um, I have two kiddos, uh, but the oldest one, he's five, is in summer camp. And last week, at the beginning of the week, they told us that the kids needed to bring in pictures of their family so that they could make a family tree. And they told us that. And between work and life and bullshit, I didn't even think about it until Thursday uh, when my son said, I don't know if I have a family. And so I scrambled and looked around for family pictures and found that the last time I had had professional pictures done was over three or four years ago when my daughter wasn't even born and somehow we have a four-year-old and we don't have professional family pictures that include her so I took a bunch of crappy cell phone pictures that we've had over the years and mashed them together so that we have all four of us and 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 I, I emailed them to my husband who was then going to email them to the teacher when he dropped them off at daycare last week so my son would have a freaking family and he went to daycare and somehow those pictures were never forwarded to his teacher so my son had a family tree project at his summer camp without any family pictures and I don't have any family pictures that are professionally done that include my whole family it is like fucking fail so now I'm going to see if I can call a professional photographer take some family pictures so my family can be on my son's summer camp family tree oh god this is a failure this is Teresa thank you for listening you guys are doing a fantastic job Thanks for your show. It keeps me going. Bye-bye. So are you. Yes, Okay, you are. this is... Okay. There are yeah. two things are happening here. Yeah. One, let's all acknowledge your failure mm-hmm. of not getting a picture together in time for your kid. Now, that is a classic... It's a classic a classic. Whether it's, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's a fail. Yeah, it's, it's just a, a fail. fail that we're all failing every We've day. all done it. Yeah. Whether it's the money for the field trip, whether yeah. it's the permission trip, whether it's the picture. The pictures all or the of, special thing for share day oh, or God. whatever. Picking up. My favorite still is, Teresa, the, the stack of work from school. The artwork. She didn't know that she's supposed year. to be taking home. Didn't need the, yeah. It can go yeah. both ways. Yeah. It could yeah. <laughs> channel right. Stuff didn't of come not, home or didn't stuff didn't go to school. Yeah. So... So that's one. Yes. Now, you have not failed Mm-mm. in how we don't have a family picture that's even remotely recent. No, neither do we. Yeah. My, yeah. And growing up, 
my family growing up, yeah. there is no family picture of yeah. us all together, right? Oh. Like, I mean, there really isn't. We well, never we had, had professional things. Like, not professional, but yeah. like somebody would take a picture, a picture of, us of us at somebody's wedding. Well, right. Or, you know, something somebody, like somebody that. Somebody snaps one so somewhere. Like maybe one every 10 years we'd get one and sure. you know, growing up. Sure. But like, I, I, I just, I hope you will take yes. the pressure off a little bit. Yes. In the family photo, every year Ellis has got to put together, a, you know, a family mural thing for preschool, and it is all random one-off phone photos. Sure, right? Here's your mom. Exactly. Here's your dad. Yeah. Here's a cat. Here's some grandparents. Yeah. Here, yeah. So and like, your son has a family. Yes, he has a family. And he knows that he has a family. And it's a he, good family. Yes. It's a wonderful yes. family. This, the fact that a picture did yes. not go to school. Does not equal. You didn't he's write, not, not sure if he has a family. It's not he, Back to the Future. He has a family. <laughs> you haven't been yes. erased. Yes. From the picture that doesn't exist. I, I just yes, failure at not getting something to school. But simultaneously, you are in fact doing a good you job. You really are. And a family photo does not define you. Right. Or your family. Right. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Casper, an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. We have a Casper mattress. We love it. We sleep on it. Would totally buy another one. They have supportive memory foam for a sleep surface that's got just the right sink and just the right bounce. Boing! You can get a risk-free trial and return policy. Try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with free delivery to the U.S. and Canada and painless returns, which is what you want. It hasn't forbid you have to return a mattress. <laughs> and these mattresses are made in America, which is awesome. And One Bad Mother listeners can get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash badmother and use the promo code badmother at checkout. Terms and conditions do apply. Teresa. Yes. Let's call a parent. Awesome. This week, we are calling... Teresa Edmond, who, again, who joined us at our very first season of uh, One Bad Mother many moons ago. Uh, she's an award-winning activist, speaker, and performer, craft designer, and her words and thoughts have been featured everywhere from Bitch Magazine to Better Homes and Gardens. That's a great combo. <laughs> <laughs> For over a decade, she's written uh, the popular lifestyle blog, Reese Dixon, uh, blogged at feministmormonhousewives.org, guys, which is, you must check that out. It's super awesome, uh, where she's wrestled with religion and social justice. She also runs a YouTube channel where she shares her authentic approach to creativity and how it can change the world one person at a time and speaking of biting off more than you can chew which is what we talked about today but she clearly has the wherewithal to, to chew it up she just launched a new uh, product called haven tree box a self-care subscription box with her business partner meredith hutchinson welcome Teresa. I know. I get, Ooh, a little bonus win. A little bonus win. Uh, I got to tell you, we really did at the beginning of the show talk about like our whole thing was biting off more than you can chew. And like, is that because we just disregard the like, parenting as work? I mean, it's not like we have a baby in the studio or anything. Uh, and, you know, I, and, and I think about we when you were first on here the first time, 
Well, actually, let's before we get to this, I want to ask who lives in your house. So let's do that first, and then okay. that's going to lead me to my question about cool. enjoying big bites. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. Uh, well, right now, it's me and my husband. I have a nine-year-old son who has uh, cerebral palsy and is also autistic. Um, and currently, one of my nieces is living with me. But we have such a revolving door of people <laughs> that our Wi-Fi is actually named uh, the orphanage. <laughs> so it changes constantly. <laughs> We're constantly collecting people. and Yeah. Well, okay, so... When you were first on the show, that's what I wanted to get at. When you were first on the show, yeah. we talked about how not special you were, even though right. you've got a, a house with a child who's got a, a lot of special needs. Uh, right. Because we're like, hey, everybody's living with their own thing. And, you yep. know, that, that's what it is. So nobody's yep. special. Nah, nah, nah. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Everybody has needs. Everybody's got <laughs> needs, and it comes in a lot of different forms. Uh, however, true. you do a lot. And I think I'm, I'm trying not, as, I start, as I've been doing the show for four years now and I interview people, it is hard occasionally to not feel that people are doing lots of things successfully at me. Uh, <laughs> and because we're friends and we've done the show before, I can say that to you. Uh, yes, and I totally. Sit, and I sit there and I think... This is you're remarkable. And so I have to derail us just a little bit uh, to ask, do you ever feel like it's too much? Do you ever feel like you, you're drowning? Oh, it's fucking time. Good. Let me let you in on my secret weapon, how I do so much. It's called bipolar two disorder. Oh. Like, that, oh. that is my, it's called manic episodes. That's oh. how I get so much done. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dirty little secret. Nobody will tell you. I'm telling you the dirty secret. Um, like, I don't think that uh, anybody looking at my day-to-day stuff um, would hold it up as an example of health. Right. So, um, I mean, Kind of dangerous to, I mean, this is, I could stand on a soapbox as like a 10 year long blogger. Right. I could stand on a soapbox and tell you all about influencers and my opinion of that and how it's like <laughs> corrupted all of us. Right. But, but that's exactly why, like, I can comfortably just admit, oh, yeah, it's because I have bipolar two disorder. It's because I, I don't understand how dangerous that perception is. Mm. And so, like, my whole thing is about authenticity and like puncturing holes in all of the you know the accolades whatever people do want to especially as a special needs mom they just want to like throw roses at my feet and i'm like (laughs) what makes you think i'm doing any better than the rest of you oh no yeah i know exactly that's good to know that's good to know it's comforting (laughs) to have the reality check in uh but let's which i think ties into like what you're doing now this new venture that you're doing and that is uh, the self-care. We've been kind of on yeah. a roll here on the show recently uh, talking about the difficulty in committing to any level of self-care. I'd like to hear your thoughts on self-care. Oh, I've got them. I bet. Well, bring them on. Bring me well, some I, thoughts on self-care. I listened to your What Would It Take to Get to Your Self-Care episode, <laughs> and I actually took notes because I have all your answers. <laughs> <laughs> And the whole time I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, I know, that's great. I don't want to tell you. 
subscription box, I've spent like the last three years going on this big deep dive into what counts as self-care because a lot of times when you're just like reading, I don't know, Red Book or right. whatever, you know, they're reading about self-care, it's like a glass of wine and a pedicure and it stops, Right. you know, and a glass of wine and a pedicure are awesome. I love those, but uh, that's not going to like radically change your health. <laughs> and so <laughs> I, I was like thirsting for something deep and had to go on this long quest to find it. And so now I'm trying to like give it to people because huh. I, I have been the last, well, my whole life basically has been kind of a shit show, but the last three years <laughs> in particular, I've been on this like epic run, just epic, like, Here's a brief taste, just a snapshot to give you a picture of what the last three years have been like for me. My son had to have double hip reconstruction yes. for his hips because with his cerebral palsy, the spasms in his muscles literally pulled his hips back like it. So uh, he's there in the hospital. It was a just a horrible, horrible thing to go through. Um, and at the same time, because of just a horrible twist of fate, um, we were going through in vitro fertilization. And uh, because of all the things that have to align, it had to happen just right then. And it failed. It didn't work. So Addie's there in the hospital, miserable, in so much pain, crying out yeah. for me, while I'm, like, I mean, essentially, like, miscarrying or whatever, you know, as this attempted pregnancy did not work. And I started laughing so hard at just the absurdity of it all <laughs> that I made my husband take a picture of us we were we were lying in adjoining hospital beds and like holding hands across across the span, and I just thought this is fucking hilarious. This is like the saddest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> Take a picture of us. And so that is like what the last three years have been like for me. And I mean, my health plummeted. You know, it, anyway, I could go on and on. So um, I really found myself. Just desperate. Desperate. I was just so you said thirsty, and that's such a good description. Thirsty for self care, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I, I needed something. Like, I'm going to all the doctors. I have so many freaking doctors, and they can only do so much. Right. And even as I'm following the instructions, which counts as self care, following doctor's orders, um, that it's it's not enough because I was at such a place of deprivation. So I had to kind of find how am I going to fill my bucket again. Yeah. And I literally had to go like as simple as possible. Like in the discussion that you guys had a couple episodes now, um, you know, you and Teresa were kind of going like, well, what counts is something simple as going to the grocery store by myself, you know? And so my whole thought about that is that depending on where you are in your life, literally anything can count as self-care. It's all about the context. Yeah. And when you are at, like, such a place of deprivation, like I was with all of my medical shit, or if you just have a new baby or yeah. whatever, you're having your own health crisis, you're at such a place of deprivation that any little thing counts. So I think about it like carbs versus proteins, you know? So some of those simple things might be like a carb sugar, uh, a sugar carb, and something like going finding a new therapist would be like a protein. And if you have a healthy diet, it's not all going to be sugar carbs. But if you are starving, then a candy bar is a really great thing. <laughs> That's so a really good point. If, if you are starving with your need to be cared for, 
then putting on pajama pants at noon counts as self-care or any stupid little, you know, a pedicure, a glass of wine, you know, getting a new flavor of salt for your popcorn, like whatever stupid (laughs) thing, it counts because you have to like start filling that somewhere. And once you are no longer in such a place of survival, Mm. then you can get to the deeper stuff and say, okay, I'm ready to tackle working through some of my shit with a therapist now that I'm not like (laughs) frantic at the end of every day. So how did this develop into the subscription box? Well, my partner and I, we've actually started this company called Abish Media and Haven Tree is our first product because I, I really, I got pissed off at um, being a content creator and being so taken advantage of in so many different ways and seeing all of my female friends who were writers and artists and content creators getting passed over while dudes got stuff. And, and it just made me so angry that I thought I need to start a media company. Like something needs to be done and what do you know, I'm somebody kind of a thing. Right. Um, and that, so we've been working to develop books and podcasts and all these things and we realized we needed to get some cash coming in uh, to make the things we wanted. So my business partner and I started, anyway, yada, yada, business model, you know, nerdery. But um, we thought, like, if we had a subscription-based product to sell, then we could support the art that we really want to make. And I was literally sitting in the bathtub (laughs) because I get terrible leg cramps from this neurological thing that I have that we're still trying to chase down what exactly it is. So I'm in the bathtub soaking my sore muscles and I, and it's like the light bulb goes off. <laughs> it's like, Oh, Hey, a subscription care. It's right. It's right in front of me. So <laughs> it literally came from like, I needed this to exist in the world for myself. <laughs> yeah. Maybe other people might like it too. Well, so tell us what, what do you get in a box? Uh, we have a very specific rubric uh, that we use to judge whether a product counts or whether it's appropriate for a box. And a lot of it has to do with um, like uh, medical needs. You know, we're very, we believe in science. And so <laughs> we, we're not going to send a bunch of like, I don't know, goop stuff at you. <laughs> we're going to send stuff that actually has medical backing and research backing. Um, and so that's where we start. So anything that improves your quality of sleep, anything that encourages nutrition, anything that encourages exercise, um, and then also uh, things that really engage your senses because it's a very luxurious thing, like if you are in that state of deprivation. So, like, I literally got a little aroma therapy diffuser so that when I woke up and everything hurt, I could just smell something nice Yeah, and it would feel good. And so things that engage your taste, things that engage your touch, you know, soft things, um, you know, we've done so much research (laughs) to make sure that it counts. And, uh, and then in every box you get, um, our magazine as well, Cultivate, where we have lots of essays about how people are taking care of themselves. Um, psychological tools that you can use in your life, like mindfulness and cognitive behavioral therapy, and a discussion of every product and why we think it counts and how you can use it best towards self-care. Like if we send a little box of fancy macaroons, for example, um, you could like power through all of them. (laughs) Right. Okay, cool. Or you could take one 
and have like a mindful sensory experience with it and uh, kind of engage your senses to keep you present in this moment. So there's a lot of stuff like that. There's a lot of exercises. So there, so in each box is going to be a lot of education um, in the magazine. And then we're just going to stuff it full with all kinds of different products. We've just been working so hard. We've got the most amazing stuff lined up. We're also including in each box two at least two, sometimes more, um, craft kits and supplies. <laughs> because, you know, I, I am a crafter. That's my background. Um, but I also know because of all the research that crafting, making something, is like, it's literally one of the best things you can do for yourself. It's like diet, exercise, making something. Like, literally. <laughs> how great it is for you. The research is astounding how it, you know, increases your neuroplasticity, how it lowers your blood pressure, how it uh, reduces stress. And I mean, there's, it's just so much like knitters are going to live forever. (laughs) So in every box, we have a couple projects and our philosophy is like, okay, so you don't think of yourself as a crafter. Well, who cares? Like, do you think of yourself as an athlete just because you go to the gym? (laughs) <laughs> like, it's about getting a workout in, you get your creativity workout, and you just throw the thing away. You don't have to frame it. <laughs> you just have an experience, and you enjoy the experience, and you make something, and it has all these amazing benefits for you, and then if you don't like how it looks, you throw it away. Like, every workout is not a dance recital. So, right. you have your creativity workout, and then you worry about you know, displaying it or what it looks like. You just take all that pressure away and just color in the damn coloring books, you know? (laughs) So do you, have you found uh, some sense of self-care for yourself and putting these together? Do you think you've like, what have you gotten out of, out of putting this together? Oh my gosh. Well, for one thing, just a purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Going going through all the hits now has a purpose, like it's functional, and that is like super therapeutic to me. There was a point I went through all this bullshit. Um, <laughs> but also, I, I am like super rigorous now with my mm. self-care. Like, I am awesome about it. I'm way better about it than exercise or diet. <laughs> right. But um, I have become so convinced by... Um, by the research, by my own experiences. And as when I was in that total hole where I could not take care of myself, let alone my child because of my health stuff. Right. um, I know firsthand what a massive difference it makes to have a nice smelling pillow as you go to sleep, you know, to have like music that you like wake you up instead of a horrible alarm clock. Like all of those little touches mean survival like emotionally mean emotional survival in some of those places and so i've kind of become a missionary for it like i i would literally go door to door preaching the gospel of self-care <laughs> well but that's basically what you're doing i mean you're going door to door in the sense of you are sending people this thing and I, I just want to say i think it's such a good idea because again even if not like everything in the box per se is like your thing it is an exercise in itself yeah taking the time to 
look at each thing, recognize there may be some significance. You're you're basically still forcing yourself yeah. to, I mean, there's a treat in just getting something in the mail. Yeah. And then totally. to go through the journey of what each thing is and what may or may not work for you in itself is a small act of self-care because you're doing something just for you. So kudos it's to you so and true. Meredith for coming up with this idea. And we'll, we're going to link everybody up to how they can find out more about it and where they can order a subscription for themselves at haventreebox.com. Everybody <laughs> check it out, and we will talk soon. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you. Thanks Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Stop podcasting yourself. We don't even know anymore. Find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you download your podcasts. Gates McFadden, Marina Sirtis, Larissa Inbatur, LeVar Burton, Patrick Stewart look like movie stars. Yeah. yeah. Everybody else is like, you should just be on TV. <laughs> sort of like uh, when podcasters do this live. Yeah. Ben, the greatest generation is going... Back out on tour. We're taking a, a new show out on tour about Star Trek First Contact. And whether or not you're a Star Trek fan, I think you're going to love this live show. You come to our live show, you get Star Trek jokes. You get fart jokes. The whole gamut. So come on out. It's bit.ly slash ggtour2017. That's bit.ly slash ggtour2017. I love it. I love it too. Somebody send me a box to remind yeah. me. Yeah. To take care of myself. It's really like, it's it goes along. It's actually cool because it's good for if you're self-care challenged yeah. and you don't know like, yeah. where to begin. Like It's just, a place to it's begin. Gonna, it's going to get you started. Yeah, I, I really, really like it. it. I really like yeah. it. So good job yeah. taking care of that need. You know, offering yeah. that. That's great. And I love that it's somebody we like already knew and loved that started this thing. Well, like, right. That is a really good feeling. And I think, I and mean, it's also not by somebody... Here's the thing. She is very authentic. Yes. She has got a lot of stuff going on that is yes. not the most fun in her life. Yeah. And so if there was somebody I was going to feel could understand my times when I am in that deprivation mm-hmm. hole, I really like that word. You know what I mean? Like that is exactly what it is. Yeah. Right. You, you can't see the light. Yeah. Uh, I feel like she could actually relate. Totally. And and so... This is not a manufactured thing. No, this is a real <laughs> thing. And so, uh, really, good job. Good job to, to her and her partner. Uh, speaking of good jobs, let's take a moment to hear from somebody in a deprivation hall. <laughs> let's listen to a mom having a breakdown. Okay. Hi, one bad mother. This is a rant. <sighs> My two-and-a-half-year-old broke her stupid plastic magic wand this morning that my mom bought for her, and she loved that thing, and she slept with it, and she's two-and-a-half, so 
she doesn't listen when I tell her not to bend it, not to hit things with it. And today, it just snapped in half in her hands, and the look on her face is just so devastated, and I felt so bad because I wasn't very nice at first, and she was so upset. She just wanted me to put it back together, and I couldn't put it back together. And I can't go to the store and buy her another one today because my husband has my car because he was supposed to get his car fixed last week, and he didn't. And, of course, I took care of it, but now I have no car. And my dad died in January. I just keep doing everything all the time so that I don't have to feel sad, but I'm just so sad that I... I think about my sweet little girl's face. <laughs> Crying because her magic wand snapped in half, which is just the saddest thing. And I'm stuck at work. <laughs> I just had to get this out. So thank you for listening. You guys are doing a great job. I know this is all going to be okay. Okay. First off, you are doing a good job. Yeah. Okay. This is another example of maybe burying the lead mm-hmm. in what's going on in our lives. Mm-hmm. Okay? I first want to address the wand, okay? Because this is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Your kid has a thing that is their favorite thing in the world, and especially at that age of like one, two, even three, when it breaks or they lose it, or something happens to it, it is really awful. It's awful for them. They have a hard time processing it. And it's very. it can be very painful to us as parents because it's an awful lesson that has to be learned, that wands break. And sometimes you can't fix it, and that's really hard. Now, when there's a lot of other stuff going on, that is also emotionally hard, as parents, it can make those moments with our kids feel even like bigger and more overwhelming. And that's totally real. Mm-hmm. That's, that's real. Mm-hmm. The wand breaking and your daughter being upset can feel really big. And that is a real feeling. That is not not real. That's not, oh, it's just big because you got other stuff going on. No, it's real. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see it. That is a real thing, and it is very hard and upsetting. And then on top of that, you are dealing with a loss of, of your father, and that is almost unbearable in the grand scheme of all the other things that we're doing. And even if it was... A month ago to a year ago to five years ago, that is a that is a thing that you're forever processing, and it will forever come up. You know, my mom likes to talk about, you know, you got to be ready for these things to come up and surprise you. You may think you've dealt with it, you may think you're in a really good place with stuff, and then it can something can happen totally unrelated, and it can really catch you off guard and surprise you, and this hurt and this sadness. And uh, these things that you've been processing at other points in times can come right back up out of nowhere. 
and really catch you off guard. And I feel like as parents, we are constantly walking through landmines uh, of this sort of surprise, whether it's a death of a relative or just a loss of a job or a sickness or any other major thing that happens in our life that is deeply and emotionally uh, hard to deal with. There are so many things as parents that come up that can trigger that, even if it's stuff that happened 20 years ago. I mean, Lord knows, I deal with that all the time, with stuff that I have went through in my 20s. Uh, comes up suddenly when I look at my son, or I see an experience my daughter has, or whatever. I mean, that stuff really comes up. And so it sounds like you are dealing with so much right now. And I, I really actually think there was something you said that I just thought was so good. And that was, I'm trying so hard to do so many things to sort of put the sadness behind me, right? Like you're, you, you're, and we do that. We, uh, it, it, you know, while we're trying to process hard things, we look for distractions, the projects, the things we can do that will help take our mind off of it and refocus us. But that still doesn't mean that that suddenly your daughter's wind, wand breaking is not going to feel 20 times harder and more upsetting, again, which is totally viable and it is a real thing. Uh, and it triggers all this other stuff we're dealing with. So I just... I thought it was an important one to share because I, I really think we talked about like biting off more than we can chew or drowning. And, you know, that's on our best days, mm -hmm. right? Those are really, those are our best days right. is where we think we've got something handled. We're disregarding that our day-to-day -day stuff is actually work and a lot. Then something disrupts us. We go on a trip. We try and add something, whether it be fun or whether it's more work or whether it's something not fun or bad. These things come up and we feel that drowning sensation. And and you and then there are these other times where it's big stuff. Mm-hmm. Is a loss of a parent, a, a loss of a loved one. That's a big thing. Yeah, it is. That we're then expected to still go through all of the normal stuff. Yeah. And that's a lot. You've got a lot on your plate. And I think you're doing a remarkable job. And I, I just, you're doing a really good job in a very difficult time. So good job. Very good job. Really. Teresa, what did we learn this week? We learned that we're <laughs> still being surprised mm -hmm. by things as parents. Mm -hmm. Literally. That like we, we came into the show and before we started, Teresa was saying you were describing it as feeling like you were like swimming and things are coming at you and you're like just floating yeah. and it's so unbearable to move yet still things are like yeah. and I was saying it was like reading a book and every day the new page turns and I keep thinking this is the page where we're going to find the castle and the prince and I oh no this is the page where something else is happening <laughs> it's this epic the plot thickens the plot thickens yeah. more and more and more and like there there's no you know maybe there's no answer to it it's just that like we do I think I think for me my takeaway is I need to start taking my everyday stuff, the stuff that we disregard as 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 the base 
and not as something that's not there. Right. It's the base. And anything that I'm adding on to that... I gotta decide if it's worth adding and if yeah. it's not, and I gotta or, be or figure out what's di- what's going to be different to allow you to do that right. and have it not be the thing that kills you. And like, yeah, or to, yeah, and 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 I also think there's real freedom in changing your mind, like mm-hmm. your friend pulling yeah, out on the trip. Totally, she is like my hero. Yeah, right. That's a hard thing to do, but we've got to let ourselves do that. Yes. There's no one trapping us in this stuff, guys, Mm-mm. besides ourselves. Yep. And that's okay. Let's all be mad at ourselves for doing it. I'm just saying, like, we're getting really good at this, mm-hmm. and we've got to pay attention to the things that we are getting better at recognizing. Yeah. Okay? Agreed. So there we go. Uh, and in the meantime, we'll just continue to stuff our faces yeah. with stuff. <laughs> um, again, live shows. You know what? You can find out about both the L.A. show and the Brooklyn show at our website, OneBadMotherPodcast.com. It has all our live show information. Uh, So check that out. You can find links to tickets there. Everybody, you're doing a remarkable job. Yeah, you guys are. For real. Seriously, you guys. Awful you sometimes. You know what, you guys? You don't have to go on a crazy trip to prove to yeah. me what a good job you're doing. Yeah. And you also don't have to overdo so much to prove how difficult it is. No. We know. Do it. We know. We are all yeah. aware. You could make it look really easy and we'll still know we'll smell how hard it is. And we will know. We will how acknowledge hard it's awful, guys. <laughs> and we acknowledge it. <laughs> Teresa. Yes. You are doing a remarkable job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. Guys, we are going to talk to you next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.